And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show live on Primetime Power Radio. We have a guest. Well, not really a guest. I don't really think you're a guest anymore. I Cherie Dart from Scoop USA, the owner. Cherie, how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good. And I don't see myself as a guest. That's either. right. Yeah. Because you, this you, is I'm going to tell you, you are the, the most visited <laughs> interviewer, right? Quake, I think you can uh, validate yes, that, right? Yes. Of the Primetime Power Show. And we family anyway, so it's yeah. all good, you know? Well, I uh, I give you guys credit because I think this is the first you you gave me my debut. Yes, about a year ago. So, more than anything, I don't think that this is um, a guest type thing. I think that is more family, and I know that you've That's been right. supporting me throughout the entire year and throughout this entire transition. So I don't, you know, I think that I've just been loved. Let's just say that. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of that, that was a great segue because what I wanted to do, I wanted to start talking to you. This time last year, you were very busy. I'm very busy. So, te- so tell us, so tell us what was going on. You was going into the transition of school. You know what? Today, yeah. Today, period. Today is a profound day. You know what today is? Today is December the 27th. December the 27th last year. At this time, I was at my office getting the paper ready for press. But in between that, I was running back and forth to the hospital because Mr. Driver, Sonny Driver, the Mm -hmm. former owner, was on his last days, in his Mm -hmm. last breath. He literally died, and it will be at 3 o'clock this morning, well, tomorrow morning, will be the time a year ago Mm. that I sit in a room with him after I went to press, and he passed away with me and him just being there. So today is is one of those emotional roller coaster Mm -hmm. days for me. I mean, I went to press last night. I had a tough day because I stayed home Christmas. So yesterday I worked from 1 until 2.30 in the morning getting ready for press. Wow. Went home, showered, got myself together, went back, delivered papers, Chester, Camden, Delaware. Um, Did the Scoop and Trudy show this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Went back, started trying to digitize the paper and put it um, online because I didn't do it yesterday because I ran out of time. And then came here. But in doing all of those things, you know, the thing that has stayed with me all day was just the mere fact of what today is and what it means to me. So how was it dealing with Mr. Driver's, you know, passing and then still being able to have to maintain the paper, the paper and and, and going forth? Because obviously we know the reality of life is. You can go through all the personal things, but, you know, there's still duties. There's still obligations that we have to go through. Like, me- like mentally, what, what was going on? I mean, I know you had to be well, at, a, at a certain emotional state. I was, I was messed up. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no other way to say it. But one thing is um, I, I, I laugh all of the time because Sonny Driver had this thing about him where it seemed to do everything that you did was a test. And, and I said to him, I said, you know, the day that I went to press last year was the same day that he died. But he did not close his eyes until I said to him that I went to press. Wow. So my, my thoughts are that had I not gone to press, had I diverted from the original plan, which mm-hmm. was to make sure that his work always got done mm-hmm. on time and that we made his deadlines and that we kept the rep- reputation that he had worked so hard to get, you know. So if I had not done that. He probably would not have passed yeah. away. He would have uh, held kept, on. He would have kept fighting. <laughs> got to make sure, make sure it get out. Get he would have kept fighting That's so right. that he can make me suffer for a couple more weeks <laughs> until I understood what it was that he wanted me to do. Because, you know, when somebody has a legacy and something that they've worked their entire life for, and I and I have not really, I wasn't able to appreciate it last year at this time. 
This year, I understand that this man literally gave his entire life, every single dime. Yeah, I can went imagine the, the dedication level that you, it takes. You know, yeah. and, and when you look at what he did and how he did it selfishly, he just did it because it was the right thing to do. It, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a lot to really look and understand and say, oh, my God, I got to stand up and try to do what he did. And I know that each individual has their own strengths and they're their own people. And I will never be Sonny Driver. I don't want to be him. But what I am going to do is take everything that he instilled in me and probably do it a little bit more, do it differently, and make more of an impact and spread what he has. So let's talk about that. So mm-hmm. literally you got the baton passed to you. Mm-hmm. And you're still running this race with Scoop. Mm-hmm. Talk about his tenure, what was in place, and then talk about the changes, the the modifications, anything as far as you d- did to advance okay. uh, Scoop. And and I know now you made some media uh, digital transitions as well. Yeah, so talk about much. talk about what happened after you literally grabbed the baton and started moving forward. So in getting the paper, a few you know things are apparent. Like I had been working for the paper for 22 years, so I know mm. how to do the paper. I yeah. I can do my paper. Literally with my eyes closed. Um, but being in the seat of the publisher, one it's a completely different thing when you do the paper and you make the paper and you sell the paper and you have conversations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a completely different thing. And what I found in stepping into his shoes, number one, he had been sick for eight months. So no one had been working the paper. When I say uh. working the paper, meaning people needed to see and know that you were alive and that you existed mm-hmm. and that the paper was a part of the community. So one of the things that you may see now, if you see pictures all in my paper of me at so many different events, because I had to learn to work the paper. I had to learn to be that presence that people look for when you open, um, when you have an event and you say that we want somebody there from Scoop. It's a free paper. So we don't have, um, I don't have reporters. I don't pay people to go to different events. So if there's an event that needs to be someone at, more than likely it will be me. Um, we do have some people who will go to different events and will cover for me, but mm-hmm. for the rea- the reality is that is usually me. And that's working the paper. So because we had that lapse, what happened is that there weren't as many ads because people didn't know you existed. Right. Yeah, it looked you know, staggered. You, you, it looks you like kind, it was You kind right. of disappeared. Mm-hmm. You know, our numbers at the time that he deceased, I was I had 6,000 papers. Now I have 13,000. Plus, I have a digital presence. I have the only black paper in the city of Philadelphia who has an app. I have an app on Google, and I have an app in the App Store. And give that website as well. My paper pops up on everybody's phone who has an app at 10 o'clock the morning before press day. They get a notification? You you get a notification that your scoop is ready, and it comes down, and you can get the news a day in advance. Mm Um, I've expanded a lot of the columnists I have instead of I have close to 30 people in the city and out of the city in Delaware and Chester and Camden who write they write because they want to write they don't write because I pay them they write because they understand that they have a voice and that they've been given the opportunity to share how do you manage that, that that's a lot of staff so to speak to be able to and, and then it's it's writing so it's a process of proofreading uh, mm-hmm. Making sure that the content is which, factual has the mm-hmm. necessary information that which you're looking for. Which is why I was up until two thirty. Ah, ah, there you go. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to determine whether or not you had a team of individuals. No, I'm, I'm sure you would love that one day. <laughs> but 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 I understand when you got to wear many hats, you got to mm-hmm. you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Which is why I was up until two thirty because what I have to do is yeah. I have to make sure that everything in that paper is what I want in there and it. Uh, 
it conforms with the scoop image mm -hmm. and it doesn't have falsehoods or things that really aren't true. And that if it is something that I'm not 100% sure of, because it is a community paper and because you're giving people opportunities to have their voice, then their opinion is allowed. Mm -hmm. So we yeah, have to recognize. Yeah, I was going to ask, what, what, is the opinion, what is the opinion, uh, how, how, how far can they go with their opinion? Can they go full-fledged? Freedom of speech, so to speak, Fifth Amendment, um, or 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 do you have some guidelines that they have to follow that you prefer that you, they kind of stay in that in that you, range, so to speak? You have some people who write, and you have some people who go crazy with adjectives who will extremely and be very very extreme about how they visually um, yeah. depict somebody. Now I'm full. I'm all for having your opinion and sharing your opinion and making sure. But once you get to the point where you're extreme and it seems as though you're just bashing. That's something that we don't need to do. Okay. There has to be a better way of communicating. So a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is I will go through and I will say, no, he's not this bad person, this, that, and the third. He's a person who has this job, who had to do his job. So I go through, that's part of my editing, and, and that's part of what. Question, that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a great point. So is there times where you have to go back to one of your writers and say, we're, we're not going to publish that this week? Quite often. Okay. Quite often. How does that affect the content as far as the paper from a whole? Does it, does it leave like little areas where you have to compensate for? You know what? It's, it's one of the things about managing um, space and moving things around a paper is it's hard to figure out how to get that flow. Yeah. You know, I, I'm blessed that I've had 22 years experience mm -hmm. of listening to Sonny Driver say, move this here, move that there, do right. this, so I can seamlessly do it. Yeah. But there are times when I might have five or six stories that I really want to make it, and I end up working with actually what works with the paper yes. at that time. Yes. And when you're dealing with circumstances with people writing their columns, you know, if it gets to the point where they're extreme, a lot of times I go back and I say, I can't do this. You need to fix it. Mm -hmm. I never really, really sabotage or come at somebody and say, yeah, yeah. your stuff is so horrible. Because you have people, we're not, they're not journalists. They haven't gone to journalism school to learn how to write this, that, and the third. These are the average people who are given an opportunity That's to wonderful. share. Yeah. So wow. what do we do? We read their stuff. We make sure that it makes sense, mm -hmm. that it's legible, like understandable, yeah. that the English is not horrible. Mm -hmm. and, and we give them a chance because everybody in this earth has something that they need to say. Well, and And yeah. you know one thing? I was muffled as a kid. Were you Were you one of those kids who was told that you should be seen and not heard? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone. Absolutely. Everyone. So, so in, our, yeah. in our age, we were told to be seen and not heard. Yep. And what does that mean? That stifled us because also often I sat in a room and I am not heard at all. Mm -hmm. And I have my notes and my thoughts and my opinions and I keep them to myself. See, so this empowerment of owning a paper, it's put me in a different position too. Cause Absolutely. I don't, I don't hold nothing no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't hold it. Why? Mm -hmm. Because not only do I speak for myself, I speak for over 30,000 people who are, and I'm blessed to have to touch my paper every week, you know? So when you think about that and you think about the impact that you can make yes. by making sure that you share the right information, it's very important. It's important. Absolutely. So is there a particular criteria in regards to writers wanting to come aboard the Scoop family and, and contribute? Um, it's a public paper. It's okay. a community paper. Mm -hmm. If you're part of the community and you have something to share, you're more than welcome to share it. 
I will talk to you. One thing that I love to do is I love to meet people and look them in their face and yeah. let them know who I am so mm-hmm. I see who they are so I can have that sincere moment and I can get that feeling about really what it is that they're about. Mm-hmm. Um, people, a lot of people work for papers and they get their stipend. You know, so they really want to come in and they think that they're going to come in and they're going to make money. It's not that type of environment. And I had to think, um, Mr. Driver, one of the things that he helped me to was that I didn't change the paper. And I could not understand that. But now I do. Because if I change the paper and I make it a situation where I'm paying people to write, then that changes the dynamics of the paper. Absolutely. It's no longer a community paper. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a voice of the community. It's what I want them to say. Right. And I'm not, I don't feel as though I'm that person who has that much authority to be pushing people around and saying, go do this story, go that. Story. First of all, the city of Philadelphia is too big to be trying to figure out what's going on every quadrant of the city. So if I have a situation where people are writing because they want to write and they mm-hmm. want to share what's going on in their mm-hmm. neighborhood, that's a little more empowering than paying somebody $75 for a column. That's right. <laughs> you know, so when I think about the value of having a quote unquote community paper as opposed to an average paper or a mainstream paper where people are paid to talk about what mm-hmm. I tell them to talk about, because I don't know. And I own a paper and I'll go into rooms and I say, oh, my God, all of these all these programs are going on in the city and I don't know nothing about no. them. But I own a paper. So if I own a paper and I don't know, the average person usually doesn't know either. Plus, so, we have so many communities in Philadelphia that it's, it's almost impossible to, to try to summarize um, Southwest, yeah. West. Mm-hmm. There's so many communities inside of those mm-hmm. different areas that it's almost so, impossible. So just imagine if you have a situation where you have representatives from each part of the community who comes together, who shares Powerful. their information. So that's another thing that we've done at Scoop. So a lot of people know, and I talked about it back in July, but I actually haven't pushed it because I was waiting for the new year to come. So I actually have a nonprofit. Oh. And it's called The Scoop, and I had to change the name because I put development in there. And somebody said, when you say development, people think that you're building. And I said, oh, no, I'm building, but I'm building a coalition of people to work together. Mm-hmm. Not a building. Mm-hmm. Not a foundation, not like a, a real building. So I had to change the name. So I actually changed the name and I had to figure it out how I can say it. It's the Scoop USA Media and Education, something, Education Organization, okay. something like that. Okay. It's, oh, Community Neighborhood Education Organization. That's okay. what it is. Okay. So it's actually bringing representatives from each part of the city together wow. so that we can work and we can empower each other. And we can actually share information and make it work. So that's that's another thing that I've done. In mm-hmm. addition to, I changed the name from newspaper to media. I went media. I have, yeah, it, I do. I it do gives a, you more versatility mm-hmm. in regards to the outlets. And yep, I it, do a lot of yeah. videos. I do mm-hmm. interviews such as this. I have a radio show. Mm-hmm. I sit in as many radio shows as I can. I work with as many youth as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the new deal with Scoop is trying to get our youth to understand what a newspaper is. Um, yeah, educating yeah, in, 20, them. in 2018, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> and educating them on mm-hmm. the newspaper. So we have an edition in Scoop, which comes in every week. It's called Kids Scoop. And it's a page dedicated to just teaching them how to use the paper, how to write, um, to look and do seek and finds using oh. the paper. So it actually empowers them more, as well as extending the African-American history part. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
starting, I think next week, it's going to get crazy because, you know, you have Martin Luther King Day, you have um, African American history, you have yep. women's history. So all these things fall in that line all together. And when falling in that line all together, you have to think. So starting next week, every week is like black history like crazy for the next three <laughs> months because I don't do I don't do a one month thing. Black mm -hmm. history is in scoop all year round. So what we do is we go a little bit more. So starting next month, um, next week, you'll have a full page of black history again. You also you always have a full page of black history mm -hmm. that is accessible on my website. But next week it'll be in the paper directly across from the kids scoop page. Um, in addition to that, I'm on the coalition of 400 years. Do you know what 400 years is? A long time. Do you know what it is? <laughs> do you know 400 what, years from do you know 2018. What it means? Uh, 2019. 2019, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Do you know what it means? Say. No, please share and, and let us know. So, 400 years means something for each and every African American person in this United States because in August the 22nd, and I can't never get the right number, 1619? 400 yep. years ago. Yep. The first African American person was brought here and enslaved. Yeah. So going forward, wow. starting mm -hmm. this Sunday at the Kwanzaa event um, at Alden Reed High School, okay. we're having, and I won't be here, I'll be in Georgia, okay. but we're having our 400 years kickoff because last year, January the 8th, President Trump did us a dynamic thing, even though I think he set us up. He, gave, he, he acknowledged us by recognizing African-American history for 219. So this is mm -hmm. a... Wow. A, a celebration year yeah. celebrating african-american history and mm -hmm. the beginning of african-americans in the united states so uh and when i say set us up i said i think he did that so that we can kind of fail but um okay so we're not going to do that we're going to do like michelle said and we're going to take the high rule and That's we're going to make this the best party that anybody could ever have yes so in philly what we plan on doing is i'm part of the coalition for 400 years and we've been making videos and talking and trying to map out and plan things so that we can make this an honorable celebration and not just the celebration we have to recognize where we are where we came from and where we need to go yeah so, absolutely so in planning and mapping that out part of scoop's job is going to be to communicate so we're going to start and i wanted to start in december but things are really crazy we're going to start by defining who we are and recognizing our culture as African-American people, what is our culture? Are we representatives of what we live in now, mm -hmm. today? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we aren't part of a capitalist culture. We can't survive living the life of the people who brought us here. We are a culture who represents and believes in family and devotion and dedication and working together as a family. That's how we did it in Africa. Mm -hmm. That's how we need to do it over here. You don't have to be in Africa to be Africa. Africa is in you. Um, and, you know, we have to recognize the value and the structure of our foundation, where we actually come from, so that we can actually repair and remediate and make some changes in our lives. So part of that is educating, first of all, who we are, where we come from, why we come from, and then looking at today, the current state, and how, what, we, what state are we in today, and how did we get here, and what can we have done differently if we had an option? A lot of us don't see it as an option, but I think... Over the past 50 years after civil rights, we had opportunities to move in a different way. But, you know, things happened. And I think that we were really bamboozled and made to believe that things happened that didn't happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, we thought that we came and we were 
a part of and we actually weren't. So we were bamboozled. All right, so you got us once. Once bitten, twice shot. That's right. You're not supposed to fall for it again. So this is our opportunity. 400 years is our opportunity. I don't think I'll see 500 years. So this is the opportunity for me and for everybody who's around now to make that impact and really do something to show that, all right, so we are African-Americans and we're here and we're going to do what we got to do. Yeah. How do you get millennials to have an interest in that? Because nowadays we, we live in an era, we live in a time where mm -hmm. there's a lot of me, a lot of self-promotion. How, how do you get the mindset to go back from not just me, but the village, the community again. How, do, know, how do we shift that back? That's a large part of my dilemma. Yeah. And, and you know what's hard is I don't think that all of them are completely withdrawn. Right. You know, I think that they do have a lot of fight and a lot of energy, mm -hmm. energy and a lot of desire to do and be a part of. I don't think they've ever actually been approached. So you think the first step is, is making sure that they're properly exposed? I think knowledge and, and, yeah. and, and, and being informed mm -hmm. first yeah, absolutely. so that they actually mm -hmm. understand. I don't think yeah. that we've actually taken the time to sit down with them. I know growing up, I was sat down. I think at the age of 10, my grandmother gave me Martin Luther King's book and said, read. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then, um, then the lack of emphasis in our education mm -hmm. systems currently. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, there the, has the to education be, system itself yeah. is a total mess. Right. You right. know, mm -hmm. you, they don't have books. Right. So we need to make emphasis and, and try to make sure that they have the things that we know they don't have. Right. So if I know that my kid is going to a school and they don't have books, what do I do? When they come home, I give them a paper. I give them something so that they can learn from me what they're not learning there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's what we need to do. We can't expect people to do our jobs. Mm -hmm. Granted, school is there. We pay taxes. We send them there. Yep. It's the law. We got to send them. If you don't send them, you're going to get a tr you're going to mm -hmm. go to jail for being a truant parent. Got it. But at the end of the day, if they're not learning something there, then we need to make sure that they learn from us. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously, our young people is exposed to technology. They use mm -hmm. smartphone devices every day. But, you know, it's important that we get them away from just social media as the only outlet of retrieving information mm -hmm. for entertainment, but to use those same tools so, so, to expose them to the information that, so, that you're so referring to. One of the, yeah. one of the toughest challenges I had as a parent was teaching my 12-year-old that her cell phone was not just to be right. hanging out on. Right. It's a tool. Yes. Like, a use powerful it, tool. Use it to look yes. up information. You can be the mm -hmm. smartest person in the world if yes, you, you use yes. this properly. Yes. And and it just really started to come to fruition that she actually was listening and she starts, Oh, I looked this up. Oh nice. no, I yeah. but you have to that has to be something that Introduce, you tell them. Right. You mm -hmm. know, they, they just can't see it as an object to have games and play games. Exactly. It, it has to yep. be emphasized that this is you know, you use that same thing to play games, but I I work with it all day. That's right. You know, I, I, I use that to work. As so your productivity can, tool. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So once they understand that, I mm -hmm. think that it has a different meaning to them. Yes. I know yes. that it has a different meaning to me when mm -hmm. I had to learn that, you know, my computer. I, I, I hate computers when I don't have to uh, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. once you, once like, you I use got enough. I got enough use throughout the entire day and sometimes <laughs> through the wee hours. I, I, once you use them for work, you yes. don't want to touch them it, after it, that. It does. It does it, change it your mindset. It Even does. the phone. I mean, Agreed. Yep. you put it down and you don't want to yeah, be bothered. You just want to go analog again and yes, just, just let it be simple again. Let's just let this go. Yep. You yep. know, because it, it it's not something that you say is enjoyable mm -hmm. anymore. It's mm -hmm. work. So it's a different reality, a different meaning. And the first step is to actually really educate. Yep. And communicate and make sure that they understand. And that comes in with the papers. I actually, in Kids Scoop, I spoke with the person who developed Kids Scoop. She's in California. She's a former teacher. And she said, and she has done tons of study. And it says that if you have a child, if you give a child a paper, 
a, a child in minority communities is exactly what she said to me. A child in a minority community who does not have any books or any opportunities to read in school, if you give them a weekly paper, their educational levels increase by 30%. Wow. Just by reading a community paper. Wow. You don't just learn how to read. You learn math, English, science, history, everything, all in a community paper. Now, just imagine if, and I'm not just talking about scoop. Let's just be real. There are several mm -hmm. other community papers. But everybody, if everyone took that investment and just made their kids sit down and read anything, a paper, a, a, a couple of paragraphs in a magazine or something every week, like most of us did. We had to read Ebony. We had to read mm -hmm. Jet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, we had to do current events, which is what they did to introduce the paper to us, which made you read more. But if you had to do those things. Yes. Like, what impact would that mean mm -hmm. on our levels, period? We, at least our kids would be able to read, mm -hmm. you know, and understand because reading is fundamental. And, and I read a lot. And, and I read more now than I ever wanted to because I read all of these columns every week. I read every column that comes through the email. I read everything that everybody sees, sends me because I, wanna, I have to be able to figure out and know what's going on, not just in Philly, across the world. People send information from everywhere. It's amazing. That once I changed my website and I put on an info, um, info at Scoop site, mm -hmm. people send me articles from all over Texas. Nice. Like we mm -hmm. we want to share this with you. Do you think you should make your paper? So people are everywhere. Yeah, they're submitting information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's very important to be informed. Mm -hmm. You know, because ignorance is very dangerous. It is. <laughs> you know, it it's not is. something that you should be okay with ever. Mm -hmm. And and it is our job to make mm -hmm. sure that that we're providing the necessary tools and exposure needed um, for others to be able to build themselves up, to grow and develop themselves as well. Mm -hmm. So I got, I got two things um, before we roll out of here. want to talk briefly. Um, you started the Scoop and Trudy show in October? Oh, September. September 15th. The end of, yes, yeah. around September. So mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about the theme of the show, uh, some of the things that you guys talked about and highlighted. And also I want to talk about, at the end, the big stories for 2018 that was published in the Scoop USA media paper. So the Scoop and Trudy show is is very interesting. It, it it actually gave me an opportunity to yet again work with an icon. Lord bless me. I'm the only person I think in the world who's been able to work with two people who are over 90 mm. and learn from them mm -hmm. and get that exposure. So I'm working with Trudy Haynes, and she is the first African-American person to be on news media and she opened the doors for so many black people. And I get to sit next to her every single week. Just imagine that. Just imagine being a person who actually gets to sit next to somebody who's an icon, who have made their steps in this in this media environment and and have worked and have earned. She earned her points. You know, I have to say to her all the time, Miss Trudy, you gotta be careful what you say because you earned your stuff. You're ninety something. I'm only forty something. <laughs> 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 I need to be able to be in business. <laughs> but the reality is, the idea is bringing the old with the new. Nice, yeah. And bringing us both together from different perspectives. Okay. Her, the icon, the person who has all of this experience. Me, somebody who's fairly new to the media environment. Yes, I am a publisher. Yes, I own a newspaper. So it's on a different level than what she is. But at the same time, we complement each other. We actually just go into the room, and we've been doing it now for a little while. We go in raw. We go in, we talk about what's in the paper, what's going on in the community, and we just have that conversation. And when I talk to her, she's the same age as my grandmother would mm -hmm. be if she was alive. She's the same age as Sonny Driver. So I've been blessed to be around as 
I was told to say seasoned individuals. Mm -hmm. So I know how to respect and be respectful and also get them to understand where I'm coming from. So we kind of have that back and forth conversation that a lot of people would love to have with their grandparents, you know, or elders and actually be able to get an impact and get their opinion about how things were. So it's, it's the Scoop and Trudy show is awesome. Um, we talked about today on the show possibly going for an hour starting in May. Okay. Um, no, 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 April, um, which would mean that we'll be able to bring people on the show and do a little bit more because for the past few months, we've really just been trying to get acclimated to each other. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really, really have that, that chemistry, chemistry. Absolutely. So that we can actually be comfortable bringing other people into our environment, mm -hmm. you know, so we're not looking at each other like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That, that's important, but uh, uh -huh. no, that's awesome. That's awesome, mm -hmm. Mom. I, I've seen that you did post on uh, Scoop USA Media, so I know mm -hmm. it's available there. But how can people hear you normally check out the uh, Scoop and Trudy show? Oh, it's on WWDBAM okay. channel 860, or you can go online and just download it. Every Each time that I do get the copies, though, I try to put it on my yep. Scoop website. Okay. And it's on my um, Scoop USA Media Yahoo website, too. Mm -hmm. So if you look us mm -hmm. up, no matter where you look us up at, and I actually have, you know what, the, the inter, internet and technology is crazy. I oh, have somebody who's actually yeah. trying to work and get my stuff so that it actually pops up when it's supposed to. Yes, yes. So yes. because mm -hmm. of that, when you type in Scoop USA Media, it should come up. When you type yeah. in Scoop and Trudy, it should come up and it should tell you everywhere that it is. But it's a challenge. Yeah. You know, it's a challenge because there's so many people out there. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of work. It's mm -hmm. a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. So I, I give you yeah. kudos. I, I try. I try. <laughs> I give you kudos. Well, we, we try. And, I give you because I've had to and, learn. And if anybody's out there that want to that be an intern and volunteer, please, for Scoop <laughs> or for Primetime Barbershop, you know as y'all can see. We would love to help. We would love to assist, you know what, especially you, from the tech stuff. You so, know yeah. I manage my I website, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so in that's between, a job by itself. I'm sure you know. Doing the paper, yeah. Running the interviews, talking to people, doing radio shows. Yeah, I sit so there. I see why you're tired of that laptop <laughs> after a while. Yeah, yeah. I sit there and yeah. I do my website. Actually, I got to go home and do it either on the road yeah. or, or somehow I got to yeah. get it updated tonight. Before I forget, what time is the Scoop and Trudy show? What's the time? Oh, uh, four o'clock every Thursday. Okay. Four o'clock every mm -hmm. Thursday. Four four p.m. Four p.m. Uh, yeah, yeah, not four a.m. Because y'all that would be yeah, pretty that, early. Yeah, that would that would not be good. That wouldn't be nice to Miss Trudy. She's ninety two yeah. years old. Yeah. <laughs> So last question for you, Sheree. Um, thank you for coming on the Primetime Power Show again. Uh, just highlight some of the 2018 top stories or top events uh, that Scoop covered or some of the things that you personally um, were memorable to you. Oh, wow. 2018 was an awesome year. If, you, if you've been somebody who's kind of been an introvert and been locked into your house for the past 40, 50 years, and then all of a sudden you get introduced yeah, to the world. Yeah. <laughs> So I've that's, been, that's quite a change for an introvert. Yes, I've been to. So you're not really an introvert anymore. You kind of is, but like you have to you show know, that extrovertness I, I, I sometimes. Right? I got my hustle. Let's just say that. There you that. go. There you go. <laughs> I got my yeah, hustle. I know yeah. my job. Yeah, I, I have to you. go out and be visible. That's right. So I've been <laughs> at so many different events. I've been actively involved in city. I've been going to different events that involve the city representatives and city council. So I go to a lot of their events. Mm -hmm. Um. And I've been, you know what's more important than anything is that people in the community have opened their arms and welcomed me. That's great. You know. Yeah, I, to be embraced. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. So, so more than anything, I, I've done as many stories as I can. I've worked with the Mass Jig and the um, 
Oh my God. I, I never be able to think about things mm-hmm. when I have to about the transformation of their building mm-hmm. and, and how that's working. Sacred spaces is the name and how they were given an opportunity to redevelop and redesign their building and hopefully make that entire neighborhood a different environment. So more than anything, I've been in situations where I actually am physically able to see the changes that are coming, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's a powerful position. And, and all too often I have to remember, and I'm told like you, you, you're more of a person than what you want to give yourself credit for. You know, I see myself as the same person who's always been a, Mm -hmm low key i deal Mm -hmm. with my things person but it's like you're on a different level yeah so that's one of the things that i've had to deal with but overall 2018 was just a good welcome opportunity i've been in so many situations where people have just opened their arms and recognized the value of the paper and have been willing to work with me to help better it absolutely that's always good and to Mm -hmm. always make a much more impact on the community and the people we represent so And, you know, we expanded back. We got Wilmington back. I didn't have oh, Wilmington wonderful. last year. Wonderful. And we probably want to go a little bit further in yeah, some other counties because yeah. they are minority, minorities and black people, Spanish, mm-hmm. everybody who's considered a minority. They yeah. are minorities all throughout this county, Philadelphia, the state, other areas where people don't have papers. They don't have information. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't have the opportunity to share and know what's going on, not just in Philly, but on a national level. And it, it it just opens the door. And one thing I had to realize, and as I read the paper, and anybody who reads it can understand, it's not Philly news. It's Black people news. Okay. You know, it's 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 across the board. The, who's Every, who's in the community? Right. The, no, the, the world. Right. But it's it's Black yeah. people news. Mm-hmm. What happens in Philadelphia happens mm-hmm. in neighborhoods in right. every city state of this United States. Mm-hmm. The conversations, if you read them, what some of my columnists say, it might be said that it's really specific to Philly, but the bottom core right, of the conversation, right, right. it's across the board. Right, especially in cities that have the same mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. things. It's and, across the right, board. Right, we all right. dealing mm-hmm. with the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just got to figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. So if we can all figure out how to come together here, mm-hmm. then they can figure it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we can all do it together. Yeah. You yeah. know? That's, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Ultimately, that's, that's where everything is yeah. going to work out. So. 2019. Any boy, any Any plans? Any Big objectives that you have, where you want to see. Okay, scoop. Here's the snapshot right now. This is mm-hmm. where it is. 2019. Do you have like one major thing that you want to accomplish as far as an objective that will have you saying, okay, that's the progress that I wanted to see going forth. The, my overall objective is to number one, spread. I need to increase circulation mm-hmm. and get more people involved, and also not just drop papers off, but actually make sure that people read them. So be a little more visible, go to schools, work with kids, sit in those rooms and help them understand. Mm-hmm. This is what the paper is. This is who I am. You know, share my story that, that Cinderella story, as yeah. they call it, yeah. you know, coming from rags to riches. And then, mm-hmm. well, I'm not rich. I'm, I'm, I'm people rich. I'm not, I'm not money rich. I'm people rich. But just going from the point where you are what one may consider an average person and then owning a paper that's a community black paper and and actually being able to make an impact on people's lives. that That's a big step. So more than anything, I want to expand that. I want to hopefully by the end of the year say that I've touched some schools, some lives, and I've actually changed that narrative as well as. Um, working on that nonprofit and actually bringing people together so that we can have it up and running so that we have communities set up throughout the city where people actually do share that information. It's not as hard. 
That's right. to actually get what's going on. Um, I think that it's, it's only as hard as you make it. Mm-hmm. So if we can make that work, that would be um, one of my major challenges. And, of course, I'm going to expand Troop, Scoop and Trudy and mm-hmm. do more work there with her. Be on more shows. I'm supposed to come hang out with you guys a little more often. Yep. Be visible. Continue to run every day and go to as many events as I possibly can. Yeah, Pass you, out papers. You need a twin after a while. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed. Pass out papers. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> hopefully, if anything, get some staff at some point yeah, to help yeah, me. That, yeah, absolutely. That would be a definite um, you know, benefit to yeah, school. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. It's, it's all in duration and, mm-hmm. and just waiting and hoping and being, as you say, not fearful, but absolutely. prayerful. And understanding that God put me in this position. So one of the things in relating to what you were talking about is fear um, earlier is one of the things that I, I, I go through. And, and when you in these positions, I, I go and I go in the house and I just drop on my knees and Lord, please, because I don't understand this. Like, I don't have money to pay for the paper this week. What's going to happen? How yeah. is this going to happen? That's because real. you mm-hmm. put me in this position for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. And, and I say it. And then I remember that my grandma said, don't ever question God. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't understand. I quit my job. I left my life. I ain't got a paycheck since June. Yeah. Like, what the heck is going on here? Mm-hmm. Why on earth would I do all of this if you didn't want me to do it? So you wanted me to do it. I'm here now. Use me. Let me do your work. So that fear. Yeah. You know, it puts you there. But I ask to always go back to the reality is that, all right, I ain't asked for this. When I look at my life, it was mapped out for me to be here. And you see God's provision throughout mm-hmm. every step. of It the was life. mapped out. My eyes yeah. are wide open. Yeah. Yep. They are wide open. I can look mm-hmm. at anything and I can That's say, all right. right, so you put me here. So I walked into this room. Oh, you wanted me to talk to that lady today? Yep. Got it. I'm going to talk to her. Absolutely. So everything that I do is because I was put here for a reason. So I don't know what works are coming from Scoop. I don't know how dynamic it's going to be. I know that it's going to be powerful. I know that we're going to do something, something more than any other paper in this city mm-hmm. could do because this right here is something that's unheard of, unthought of. It don't happen. You know, it does not happen that you walk into a situation as a clerk typist and then end up owning a paper 22 years later. It just doesn't happen. Not a paper. That's destiny. You know, so Mm -hmm. this is really, really big. I don't know how big, but with the fear and the reality of just knowing what God has done for me and why I'm here and knowing everything that I do every single day in the lives that I touch is so surreal. And to know at the same time, half the time, I don't have money to pay the printer. <laughs> I'm struggling trying to make sure I pay my rent, trying yeah. to make sure things stay on. And half of the summer, I was by myself. I had no staff. So to know that I'm doing all of this, I'm at all of these events, I'm running around, and I don't have anybody I working with me. The scoop grow in the uh, white community? Um, some communities. So, some? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How often you, how often you like try to push out, like, Delaware County, you know, Darby, the white community, Northeast, are they well, accepting it? I mean, um, some actually Tyrone Reed, he, he's one of my columnists. He's been delivering some papers for me. He literally just told me up the other day that it's stacked up in certain white areas. Like they okay. don't even take the time to look at it. You know, you have, you're very, very, very interesting. There's some white people that will support you from up till down. And those are the ones, like I have some people who actually called and got subscriptions. And when they read my article in the Enquirer, they said they want to see what it is that we're doing. Why is it so important mm-hmm. that I would get an article in the Enquirer? What is uh, it about Scoop? 
But then you have just those who just don't want to give you that credit. And then you have those who are genuinely interested in and want to help the minorities, not so okay. much black people, just minorities. And it's in their heart. So they will invest and they will do and they will read because they want to make sure that what they're doing is being told. Well, my heart is saying doing a uh, do a good senior citizen story uh, on a senior citizens up in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Find a good one. Okay. That's do not a story a bad on idea. A, bam. Not a bad idea at all. Okay. There you go. Well, Sheree, uh, before before we uh, head out uh, on the segment, once again, thank you for being on the Primetime Power Show. Give us your information, how we can get the paper, also your uh, social media uh, presence as well. Okay, so the paper is available every Friday. It's located in, it's throughout the city. It's in all libraries, churches, um, a lot of churches, a lot of schools. We're trying to get in every school, but, you know, you have your, um, your problems there. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. in... Library supermarkets, almost every supermarket in the city of Philadelphia has a scoop in there. And um, Reading Terminal, subway stations. If you want it delivered, you can subscribe and it can be delivered to your door. If you want it delivered to your phone, you can get it for free. You can download the app. You can go to the app store and just look up Scoop USA and app or Google Play and it'll be on your phone. and You won't have to go nowhere to look for it. Um, it's also available on my website, Scoop USA Media. And in addition to that, you have different weekly segments and extra clips where we do uh, You've Been Scooped, and I have extra pictures and information that usually all of it can't get in the paper, so we kind of load it up on the website just to get people to go to the site and Mm -hmm. and actually get to see what it is that we do on the back end. So that's pretty much it. We're trying to expand. I guess Mm -hmm. by the time I come back, I'll have like four or five other Yeah, I I was going to say, yeah, (laughs) that'll be great. We're definitely going to be talking to you very soon. So Mm -hmm. thank you, Sheree, for coming on the Primetime Power Show. We've been talking to the owner of Scoop USA Media. Sheree Darden, but we're going to take a break on the Primetime Power Show. 